back to Real, Real Talk, Talk with, with Roomies. Roomies. I'm Isabella. And I'm Mia. And we are your hosts today. We will be And s- always. And always. <laughs> I was trying to like get into what we're going to call the episode, but then also say that we're your hosts. So besides that, um, today we're going to be talking about something juicy. Something yes. that a lot of people wanted us to talk about. And honestly, something that is very prevalent and Re- relevant? relevant yeah you know both there it's the same it's the same and this is one two three <laughs> relationships. relationships you guys Part one we asked and you guys voted and that we're here to talk about all things relationships yeah even though we may not have what you want to hear <laughs> no kidding. we no we, we have, have what, what you, you want to hear. hear but we don't have a boyfriend a relationship yeah we don't have the relationship but we have the advice and honestly i know (laughs) that sounds you know like why would we listen to someone who's single you will because you know what's it called there's there's definitely a quote about this yeah like about the coach doesn't play the game or something like that i don't don't know know. i mean i would actually you'll understand relationship but i'm right now i'm just chilling so we're gonna talk about that actually this is relationships part one because we have so many more things we'd like to talk about regarding relationships but you know yeah we only for have now so we'll much just time. we'll just get into it so let's talk about going to a christian college because they yeah. say like oh you know you go for your mrs degree and honestly like that's what i was telling people <laughs> but you know you don't really understand the culture of dating at a christian college until you get here and you're like shoot like no it's they it's do not mess so around true. like let me tell you let me tell you things get serious real fast <laughs> like so fast and i'm just honestly shocked shook beyond my core yeah and you know honestly like go go them but no yeah um yeah that's all okay. i have to say about that but <laughs> <laughs> we'll okay so the first thing we'll talk about well i guess that is yeah what we're talking about but anyway um the pressures of dating right away. And let's say this as a young person, as a young adult, because, I don't know, that's just kind of a general thing that adult, older adults like to ask, and then especially at a Christian college, but I know, I don't know where our viewers, our viewers, our audience is exactly <laughs> from, so we're just going to say as young adults, the pressure of dating is high, especially when we see so much of social media, which is curated content to begin with, um, a lot of relationship TikToks or pictures or like cute couple content and honestly it can just make you feel like you're doing something wrong and the pressure is kind of high and so Mia do you want to talk a little bit more about that yeah no I would agree with you and especially at a Christian college like we said it's there's a lot of pressure to get into a relationship right away so that you can get married at a young age and a lot of people think that they're running out of time you could say when they are in their early 20s like really so early 20s and i've got to take that off <laughs> the cowgirl hat is coming off <laughs> we're getting serious for this it's one. 11 p.m and the cowgirl hat barely removed yeah it's coming off <laughs> it's coming off anyway yeah. um yeah i think that people tend to think that it is getting to be too late to get married when they are only 18 yeah and just I, in early 20s in too early 20s. 
Which, honestly, I sometimes feel like there's something wrong with me because I'm not in a relationship right now, but then you but have then to you look ha- at the bigger picture and yeah. you have to realize that sometimes you just don't want to stoop down. And let's talk about God's timing is God's timing. You cannot yeah. fix that. You, you cannot change, change that. You can try to, like, maneuver things, but they're always going to end up not working out if it's not obvious and evident that it's part of God's plan, you know? Like, if you want to exactly. go on Tinder and look, like, find a boyfriend there, I don't know, do some damage that you should not be doing to yourself, that's going to be an option, but that's probably not the right option, and that's not something that's God-ordained. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think the pressures are definitely high, and I will have to agree that Mia was literally describing me <laughs> until, I mean, honestly, <laughs> I'm like, she still is. That's, I, I think You're like, let's also, just talk about you this entire time. Yeah. Um, that was a description of Isabella. Um, my parents got married really young, and honestly, like, I would love that to be the case for myself. However, you know, I mean, I mean... I'm still literally 18. Yeah. Could no, change. we have to stop and think about that. We're still very young. And let's also talk comparison. Yes. You cannot, you cannot compare, compare yourself. yourself to especially, other people's relationships. Especially when you don't see a lot of their relationship. Like, you think you do, but you don't know what their time, like, or their conversations are like. Or Absolutely. how it actually is, or if they're being forced to take pictures together. If they're really unhappy, or if they're actually having issues and you really don't see all of that side of it and then you have to understand that we're still maturing a lot and especially in our faith which is something that you have to know like if you want to be in a christ-centered relationship you need to be centered in christ yourself if you want that relationship to be healthy because think about it if you want christ in the center and you're not centered in christ it's like a seesaw like how is it's not gonna yeah it's not gonna work out and the other thing about like feeling pressure to date like if you have a friend group and a lot of your friends in that friend group are in relationships don't rush yourself into things just because they are in a stage of life that that you desire to be in or you feel like you need to be in um everyone's timing is completely different yeah and god is working in you in ways that you literally don't see and you won't see until they come you know yeah which again is in his timing exactly so you just have to trust that it's a lot easier said than done don't get me wrong yeah especially (laughs) when there are literally people in relationships left and right oh yeah forth side to side Uh uh-huh everywhere everywhere but you just have to be like that's just the part of learning to be content with where you're at like Isabella and I have talked about this a lot just being content with what stage of life that we are in Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of other things going for us and it doesn't include relationships and I think people forget that it doesn't have to include a relationship so right even when you go home and everyone is asking you know are you in a relationship or is yeah is there someone you have your eye on it's like that doesn't you don't have to say yes or feel like you need to find someone in order to say yes to please right, just other to people. Have someone to like point to. Exactly. I think that's so true because when you say no, they're like, oh, like, okay. <laughs> then what are you her. doing in college? Yeah, like, exactly. Learning. Mm, making friends. Yeah. <laughs> doing things without a boyfriend. Yeah. I don't know. And then okay. There's so much we could say about this. There really because is. I do. This is why we're going to okay. have to do multiple parts. Yeah. Let's talk about um, Valentine's Day for a quick second because 
sorry, maybe a tough subject, but I mean, like, being single on Valentine's Day, I think that, I don't know where I saw this. It might have been TikTok, you know, I see a lot of things there. Um, <laughs> regarding, Always. Regarding my life. But um, one of them being, it was talking about how, in the long scheme of things, like, if you are going to be married someday, you'll share Valentine's Day with them, so it's kind of cool to, like, get that time of singleness, you know, and, like, spend that time how you wish. And a lot of that applies to worldly things, like, oh, just watching TV or, you know, doing things for yourself because the world likes to focus on self-care and self-love. But us, as Christians, we can choose to spend that time with building our relationship with God because I think something I learned this year is that building a relationship with God, it takes just as much effort as a relationship with any guy or with any friend because you have to, you know, use time and allocate that for him because he's always there for you, but, like, you choosing and setting that time apart to get to know him and to share your life with him is something that, you know, you you should make use of. I don't know. Yeah. And I no, think that I agree. that's something I learned this year, and I'm like, dude, like, no wonder I'm single. Like, I don't even <laughs> – like, I, I need to work on my relationship with Christ. So, like, honestly, yeah. thankful that I'm single so I can have even more time to spend with him. Yeah. And that's and something that Valentine's I can Valentine's Day do. is so fun. I Yeah. At least I think it is. I A lot of people either love it or they hate it. Yeah. And a lot of people who hate it are not in relationships. But I, right. I think it's just such a fun day. You get to love other people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's talk about Ring by Spring. If you guys don't know what Ring by Spring is... You will in a minute because we're going to explain it right now. <laughs> um, again, it's a Christian college thing where a lot of girls will get engaged by spring. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's always just been a thing that you hear about. But, like, when four girls on your wing get engaged in, like, what? Like, a month? <laughs> we're, like, calling I was them. like, um, what's going on here? I know. But like, then, like, even this... all over campus, there's just, like rings popping Popping out i don't know if it was four on our wing maybe left and right there's just a lot okay i'm i might have been exaggerating but actually probably not no there's so many people who knows someone tomorrow could be engaged but again like being happy for them and the season that they're in yeah that's another important thing is just like not being you can't be jealous just like being happy for them and like seeing them being in love with a guy that god has um for them and then realizing that he probably has something in store for you. Yeah. You don't even know. But, like, again, being content in the season that you're in. And, um, yeah, but Ring by Spring, it's crazy. Like, during Christmas break, before Christmas break, and then coming back for spring semester. Yeah. These people girls, are just getting engaged. They are getting those rings. And you can still They're be really happy pretty. for those people. And, yeah. obviously, you can you can want that for your future. But, Nothing wrong once again, it. you have to trust the timing um, of God and what he has in store for that specific area of your life. Yeah. So that doesn't mean you have to be jealous or spiteful of what other people have that you don't have in this moment. Yeah. And I don't, I hope you guys know that this advice, we're not just saying it to sound cliche. Like honestly, advice that sounds cliche is usually because it's been used over and over because it makes sense and it's yeah, true. And it's true. So when we say trust the timing of your life, it's something we constantly have to remind ourselves of as we're going through different situations but you can see the fruits of it when you look back at your life and you realize why things happen the way they happen it's not because of chance or coincidence it's because god is constantly working in your life and 
it's something that we can be really thankful for. And especially as you get to know him on a personal level and you're praying for certain things and you see those doors either stay closed or they open up, you know, that's all because of God and his perfect timing. And so just being excited for the years that come ahead and like maybe they involve a guy, maybe they don't, and maybe they're um, moments that are filled with your friends or a boyfriend or engagement. Yeah. You really don't know. And that's kind of the exciting thing that like we don't know what's coming and it's going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. It might not be easy, but it'll be good. Exactly. Well, that kind of goes into whether you are dating for marriage or for a trend. Because a lot of people will get jealous of their friends or other people that they are around who are in relationships. And then it becomes, oh man, like, I gotta get myself a boyfriend. And it's like, are you... But also... Are you dating that person because you want to have a relationship and someone to spend time with like everyone else around you? Or are you dating them for marriage? Right. And especially, again, as Christians, you know, marriage is something that is really special. And dating usually is intended to find a husband. But yes, a lot of people, I feel like especially in like middle school and early high school, if people, their friends have boyfriends, I feel like it's, like, such a trendy thing. Yeah, to just, no, like, it's get just with because. And it's then, just let because. me tell you, when they get with, like, literally the most crappy guy, <laughs> no offense to all the guys out there who are really trying their hardest, but, like, you know, when they go with the lowest of the low, and then they complain about them all the time, and we're yes. like, it's because then why are you- everyone told you this was going to happen, or because everyone right. knows him as this certain type of person, and then they're, you know, settle for such, they, yeah. Yeah, Don't no. Settle. And Let if you're doing it. it for attention, if you're doing it to be like, oh, look I at that couple, it's like, that's that's not having the right that's intention. That's more selfish than not. Yeah, no. And that leads into our next point, which, which is, is the importance of setting your, your intentions. intentions. Oh my goodness. It doesn't necessarily have to mean standards. Obviously, there should be values that you look for in people, but having this super long list of... Um, rules or guidelines or like check boxes that you need in your dream husband it's not realistic but it's not you're not you're not gonna get that sorry yeah (laughs) sorry to break it to you but he's not the one (laughs) yeah that's yeah actually (laughs) like straight up very single you picture someone and it's not gonna be that yeah we actually have no idea no you don't exactly no but with intentions you want to make sure that your intentions for all of your life are completely, you know, set in place before you get into a relationship so that you can still go to those things and focus on those things even when you are in a relationship. Because if your intentions for what, like intentions for your faith and Mm -hmm. for your friends and for your school, if those aren't completely set in place and established then it's it's gonna be really rocky when you get into a relationship because then you're you're trying to navigate something yeah that you haven't really thought about before you know exactly and then you're kind of having to backtrack because what did you get yourself into yeah it's kind of just like making sure you know like okay if I have a best friend I don't want someone who's making bad decisions or I don't want someone who's 
or like a roommate say for a roommate like we didn't yeah. want someone who is unorganized because they're both really organized and we wanted someone who wakes up at similar times and so we kind of had these ideas and guidelines in place when we were looking for a roommate and I mean it kind of worked out really well but yeah <laughs> that's just a little example of saying like you know have some expectations of things that you'd want to see um for yourself in a relationship like ways that you want to treat someone else but also ways you would like to be treated and um I yeah. think it's just an, a good idea to have some, you know, intentions for yourself. Yeah. And just, like, what what you're placing your time in because when you get in a relationship, you're obviously going to have to foster that relationship and, right, and spend a lot of time for that person so it continues to grow. But I think a lot of people um, tend to forget that there's other areas of your life that need just as much time and yeah. devotion. It's like and growing a garden. Yeah, and especially just... with your faith, like you're going, you're still going to continue to do that and work on the growth of that relationship with the Lord and with your friends. You cannot get, you cannot get into a relationship and drop all your friends and neglect everyone else who is yeah. in your life just because you have this new person who you're like, you're so in awe, in awe yeah. of that you just want to be with them 24-7, you know? Which is you, probably a good thing that you like them. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm not saying you can't, but I think that the way that you spend your time, like, really shows your character. Yep. Okay, my garden analogy is this. Yes. Like, if you have a bunch of different plants and you plant a new seed and you only water that plant, one, you're going to be overwatering the seed but you're going to neglect all the other plants. Yeah. And they're not going to get any water, and that's just really sad. And then they're going to die. And, and you're going to die, and you're going to have no friends. You can't get it back. Cool. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then you're stuck. So. And then you're lonely. Just kidding. Yeah. Um, no, and your friendships will build you up and continue, hopefully, to be there to, throughout life. Yeah. Yeah. And You don't know about the guy. Right. You know? Hopefully. hopefully. Lord willing, that works out. But hopefully you do. But you at know, the same time. Your friends are there for you. They're your cheerleaders, they're your encouragers and supporters, and you should be the same for them. Yeah, and you should also just be looking for input from other people, because yeah. as much as you want to listen to your own opinion be on what you think advice. is best for you, be a good listener. Listener. Be teachable. Yeah, be a teachable person. That It's, again, one of those things that's easier said than done, yeah. but just know that when your friends are coming to you with advice, it's usually out of a caring heart and not someone who's like looking to get their way about situations that are going on in your life yeah usually exactly. they just want the best for you and especially again you have good friends and you have intentional friends and people who are wanting to um help you and build you up yeah oh we should do an episode about friendship oh we will <laughs> we, <laughs> we will. will don't even worry guys <laughs> okay i feel like there's a lot we could say about that. no there is so our next question is are you listening strictly to your feelings or to reasonableness of the situation. So for this one, okay, that was kind of confusing, but let me explain. Yeah, explain. I'd love it. I want to know. <laughs> okay, so I don't know. For people in relationships that I don't, I've seen and I've uh -huh. heard, yeah, it's easy to follow your feelings yes. and just completely follow your feelings and then you're kind of blindsided to everything else because that's the only yes. thing you're listening to and following and so when you are considering a relationship I think it's really important 
not to listen only to your feelings, but take a look at how reasonable is this situation for me? Because as much as you want to be like, oh my goodness, look at this attention that I'm getting from somebody. I love this. I'm going to jump for it. Or, but you really have to think about like, is this reasonable for me in the moment? Or reasonable for life? You know, you have to think. Does it make sense? Does it? Yeah. I think you have to think ahead and you have to think about everything else that's also going on in your life. Like, not saying, oh, I don't have time for you, but. Yeah. But do you really, I don't know, not need, need the relationship, but at the same time, I think some people think that you can just, it's having a relationship or not and you can have I think you can still have the friendship and while you're while you're fostering like pouring into other areas of your life I think that you can pour into all areas of your life and not just follow just one person the relationship and just that because then you're going to forget about everything else kind of like what we said before right okay so i i agree i think that sometimes again you have to just be really knowing what god is calling you to do because again there can be areas that you're really growing in and pouring into and then something else enters the room and it's not something you're expecting and it might just not be god's timing and that's something you really have to be praying about to make sure you know you that you know for sure especially if it seems so good Sometimes it's not always meant to be. Yeah. And that's hard to accept, especially when it seemed so fitting. But you're trying to make something fit that it's not supposed to be there at that time. Yeah, exactly. And that's a hard situation to assess, especially as we as humans are very emotion-based. But God tells us that our heart is deceitful. And so I think it's important to realize the long scheme of things and, again, see what's reasonable and does it actually make sense and seek counsel about the situation because most times, you know, you're not really going to know for sure or it's going to be a sticky situation to decipher or to understand. And so, you know, talking to someone who's older than you or someone who is wise or a friendship that or a friend that really knows you and, um, again, really wants the best for you Um. I don't know, relationships will come and go, which is hard. Yeah. And especially, again, when the pressure is on and so many people are dating and you're like, oh, this seems perfect or this this seems like it would be great timing, but then you, you know, take a step back, look at all the other things going on in your life, and you're like, wait, I don't know if this is supposed to be yeah, supposed to be here right now or if this is what I'm supposed to be doing or, or partaking in. Yeah. And that's a really hard, mature situation to decipher I yeah feel like that's it's really not, hard it's not easy no especially when it involves feelings like that's always hard and you don't want to hurt someone um, that obviously cares about you but again it's one of those things that you have to just begin praying about and um, sometimes we don't always expect those situations to happen when they do but again God's timing all makes sense in the long run and yeah, it really does. If one door closes, hopefully another one will open. That's even better than you expected. Yeah, and it, it does grow you. I yeah. think that a lot of people will think, oh, well, this didn't work out, or I followed my feelings too quickly, and now 
and now what? But I think that if you look at it in a different perspective. Um, with like a growth mindset. It, yeah, with a growth mindset that you will truly understand that it all happens for a reason and it all probably has happened for a reason and and that's just that's honestly amazing in itself yeah because you can you can view things and view people in a different way and you can also just be thankful for for the times that you have with people yeah and and then see how much you have grown since then and it's really honestly a blessing that we get to experience those kinds of things yeah. And grow from it because then moving forward, you're going to have that knowledge and you're going to have that experience and you're going to be able to help counsel other people and also just understand the importance of listening to God and listening to other people who are pouring into your lives and just know that like those situations are something there's there's good to come out of it. Yeah. Short term relationships are hard to navigate especially when you know it's probably not the best in the long run but you know again only god knows what's gonna come out of it and you're just along for the ride so um i feel like that also happens with the talking stage especially because yeah it's such a common thing now to just have this like period of time where you're getting to know someone before you make it official and start dating which there's good that can come out of it, but it's also hard because when that ends, it's easy for people to get their feelings hurt because, you know, it almost feels like you're led on to something that didn't end up working out. Right. And you but, spend a lot of time with that person too. Yeah. And, and honestly, that's the way that you start a relationship, even if that relationship means friendship. Yeah. I think that some people get caught up in thinking that, like, it has to go somewhere. Um but it, it doesn't. I think that conversation, like, in that talking stage is really important. Yeah, because in the long run, like, you're getting to know what you would and wouldn't want in your next relationship. Yeah. And that is okay. Again, it's just, like, you you have to come out of things knowing. You probably learned a lesson. Even if you don't see it now, you'll probably see it down the road. So, yeah. again, it's, like, I feel like talking relationships are co- a lot com- more common in high school and in college too, it just depends on really what you're. Mm-hmm. And there's going no on. harm in getting no. to know someone because that's not, <laughs> you get to know all sorts of people. Yeah, and when then, when they're new in your life, you get to know them. Like that's just yeah, and that's just a part of it, that and time. that's really yeah. That is okay. So yeah. I don't know. I think that it's kind of like obviously hard to be a part of sometimes when they do end, but you just have to like look at the good and see the good that did come out of it, and if. You don't see the good now. You'll maybe see it down the road. So. Yeah, and hopefully you learned something from it, just from the conversations that you had with that person. Yeah, so moving forward to the next thing, I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about a chapel I've heard um, first semester. It was back in October with um, Costi Hen. Um, should I talk about the trophy wife or the yeah. husband? Oh. Okay, so basically the speaker, he – um, has a conference that he does about defining the relationship. Yeah. And he came and t- talked about a biblical trophy wife and a husband and what those characteristics look like. So I'm 
just wondering, do you think I should talk about the wife or the husband? I say talk about the wife because that was a really good perspective. Yeah. Because we are the wives. We are the future wives. Um, Yeah, we're the wives. (laughs) Um, I think it's, honestly, a lot of times we do a lot of criticizing and judging of guys as girls because Mm -hmm. we want this perfect person that will check again all of our boxes but we have to do some self-assessing and realize that we're probably we probably have some work to do yeah and it's kind no, of no you to always think about. do so there was 10 things that he um said that a biblical trophy wife has a proverbs 31 woman so you can turn to proverbs 31 and find all of these um attributes in that chapter um, but there are 10 things, so I'm just going to go through them and we can kind of talk about them. Yeah. Um, the first one is she is a true believer in Jesus Christ. And he referenced 1 Corinthians six fourteen, and how it says, um, oh, and then we talked about not being unequally yoked. Like if your husband is a true believer and yeah. you aren't or vice versa, or you say you are, like you believing in Jesus Christ should be evident from the way you carry yourself, from the way you talk. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean you have to be yelling, I love Jesus, all the way down the hallway everywhere you go. Yeah. But it should be evident in your character. And I think that's something that really stuck out to me because at the time, like, I don't think I really knew what that meant to be a true believer of Jesus Christ. And I think that's something that God already knew. <laughs> he's yeah. like, um, yeah, I could tell. So I think that <laughs> um, he's done a lot in me so far, and I can't wait to see – comes down the road because again if i were to get in a relationship at that time and i'm like the next person i date i'm gonna marry like who knows but i don't think i would have been ready for that aspect of a christ-centered relationship yeah and can we talk about how a lot of girls and women think that it's okay to just call themselves a christian in order to attract a christian a guy. certain yeah a certain type True. of guy and if you are putting up a front where you are pretending to be someone that you're not. You're still or, unequally yoked. Exactly. And that's not, that's gonna, it's gonna eventually show. Right. Your and true colors will show. Yeah. So you just want to make sure, and that backing up to your intentions, you need to make sure that your intentions are, are right with, with God and like, making sure that your relationship with him comes first and foremost before even getting into a relationship because that should be what matters most to you and then and then if you truly do have a strong relationship with the lord like isabella said it'll show and then it'll attract likely you know a like-minded guy lord willing yeah and i think um just accepting the fact that you, again, should be a Christ-centered woman if you're looking for a Christ-centered relationship. And just, like, humbling yourself and realizing, okay, I need to take the time and spend it with the Lord. Because all this time I've just been worrying and trying to make myself look a certain way or act a certain way or dress a certain way for a, a guy. But you haven't been submitting yourself to the Lord. And that's something you, that, again, is really telling of your character. Yeah. And I'm speaking, I'm not just saying everyone else. I'm saying that's you know, for all women, including myself, like we all have our struggles. Um, and the second is she embraces discipleship. He referenced Titus three, two, and, um, that someone that is submissive to godly woman and again is teachable and, um, has a mentor or seeks counsel because I don't think 
we realize as teenage girls how how much we think we know yeah and how much we think that older people are out of style or at a trend or they don't really know what's going on in our lives or they don't understand or they don't get it but it is so important to find a godly mentor and someone who you can learn from and seek wisdom from because we don't know it all and we need to humble ourselves and realize that and be submissive yeah yeah I was just going to say, you need to be submissive and learn how to be submissive. Um, just because being a teachable person and knowing how to listen to others and truly care about what they're saying is really important. And that's really important when you um, come into a relationship as yeah. well. Yeah, because a society really pushes a feminist agenda and um, there is there's a sense of that being the opposite of what God wants for us. We're called to be submissive and that's something that's really hard. And that's something that we have struggled with since um, Adam and Eve, because, you know, Eve wanted to be in dominance over Adam and make that decision. But um, we have to realize that we don't know it all and we're not going to know it all. And we need to submit to authority, especially a godly woman and ultimately our husband one day but even more than that, God. Yeah. Um, and that's, again, really hard when everyone's empowering us and telling us we can do everything. Well, we can't do everything. We're not ever going to be able to. So we might as well buckle down and listen Yeah. to what other people have on their hearts for us because it's honestly a really cool thing to be able to be mentored or to have counsel from someone who's willing to pour into you and share their wisdom that they've learned from the years. Yeah, So I think that's super important. And that's going to prepare you... Yeah, for a wife, or to be a wife one day. Yeah. Which is awesome. Okay. Number three, she has a submissive and gentle spirit, First Peter 3, 1, and it, that talks about inner beauty. So we kind of just talked all about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but someone who has a reputation for being teachable. Do people know you as someone who can take advice and listen, or do they know you as someone who is haughty and thinks they have it all together? Right. Yeah. Um, no, I have being able to listen just, like, shows humbleness and and that speaks for itself when yeah. you're able to just sit and listen and not just listen because you're told to listen but listen intently because you actually want to Do learn you. something yeah that's super important i i've told you this mia i think earlier this year yeah but um my bible teacher i ever since i you know started this or started my relationship with the lord Um, I called my Bible teacher just to kind of share with him where I was spiritually. And um, he told me something that really humbled me. And it was that in my Bible classes in high school that he was like, you're, you know, you do great academically and socially. But when it comes to Bible classes, you act like you know it all and you don't really want to hear or learn further. And that was like something that was embarrassing for me to hear about myself because I... I mean, I honestly probably did act that way, and that's not something that I want to be known as. Like, my Bible teacher, that's what he remembers of me in class. Like, that is so embarrassing and something that I wish that is not told about me anymore. (laughs) But it's something that I can look back on and, you know, kind of remind myself, okay, like, listen. Just literally just listen. Yeah, and he was able to say that to you, which – is really cool because <laughs> he's that, like let me tell you <laughs> like that takes a lot of courage too 
Okay, and another thing he said about this point was, women can do many things, but that does not mean that's what God calls them to do. And I think that, again, just kind of was exactly the opposite about what society tells you. Yeah. Like, we're told we can, if we want to, you know, fill a man's role and do something we could, we want to be this powerful woman, then why not? Why don't we? Yeah. And honestly, it's hard because that's part of our sinful nature. We want to do things that we're told we cannot do. But we have to submit to our ultimate authority, which is God. Yeah. And just be willing to humble yourself, which I think anyone can learn from humility. <laughs> that's a hard thing to navigate. Exactly. Um, oh, and then he said, meekness is not weakness. And then we are attractive because of our dignity. I think that's really powerful, too, because, I don't know, it's easy for women to, like, seek male validation so constantly that they change their character and they lose their dignity because of it. Yeah. Like, they're known for hooking up with multiple guys or talking to a lot of guys at once or just really throwing themselves at whatever attention they can get. And pe- when people become to know you as that i mean you're kind of losing your dignity there yeah you know you're that's gonna point out insecurity in yourself as well which is hard and sad and you you really don't want that yeah and i mean you might think you do but i hope you don't yeah no i would agree with that one um number four is she is a model for modesty and he referenced first timothy 2 8 through 10 which talks about wearing a respectful apparel and modesty can mean different things for different people and culture and um society but i think that it's very very relevant right now especially when women are encouraged to show off parts of their body that they really love and admire about themselves and it i think it's different to dress flattering to your body so that you look presentable but to dress in a way that's seductive or that is um sexual yeah it honestly, it, it's, it just goes back to your intentions. Yeah. And what yeah. are you dressing for? Who, Who are you dressing for? And but why? Yeah. And yeah, exactly. Like, first of all, why? So, yeah. And I if you're agree, saying you're yeah. dressing for yourself, like, just play that back in your ear because that sounds very selfish. Yeah. I, I understand it's good to feel, it's good to feel good about what you're wearing or you're wearing a cute outfit, but just kind of checking down the reasons why behind that and it doesn't mean that you have to you know wear like 10,000 layers of clothing yeah and it's hard with different body types I get it but just kind of looking at the reasons behind your motives yeah is really important that's super important and I'm sure again everyone has their opinions on modesty but yeah just just check in with yourself a little bit and look at your closet and like, how much skin do you really need to be showing? You know? Yeah. And again, like, if you... Okay, this is what I like to think about it. If you are going to walk in a room with a bunch of guys and one of them is your future husband, like, is that how you'd want him to see you? Or is... And, like, every other guy around you? Or I think about it like this. Like, would you want your little brother walking around girls that are dressed like you? Like, what would you... What would he th- be thinking in that situation? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just you just respe- have to look at it in different perspectives. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like there's... It's really hard with, like, clothing nowadays, even, like, finding clothing that you would think of as modest as well. Yeah. I agree. 
Okay. Next is she speaks with godly wisdom. Proverbs 31, 25 through 26. Um, and I think this is important because a lot of things that come out of our mouths don't need to be said. Yeah. I like to talk, so I'm probably very guilty of that. But, um, like, what are you saying and why? Again, it just comes back to that. What are your intentions? Like, think before you speak. Are you sharing good things? Are you gossiping? Um, are you saying things that are hurtful? Yeah. <laughs> I agree with that one. And your wisdom. Yeah. I think that you have to also just know what you're saying and understand what you're saying before you say it. Don't just throw things out there just because you want people to listen to you. Yeah. And what you're talking about. And just because, and especially if you like to hear yourself speak. Like, yes. that's going to show when you're talking, and that's not going to attract the right people, the right friendships, the right relationships, because then if you're the only one talking in your own relationship, then how is that a relationship? That's very telling. It's a one-way, that's a one-way streak. And then, and then you're not in the relationship for the right reasons because you probably are just seeking out someone who's just going to sit quietly and listen, and to, listen you. to you because you, no one else will. <laughs> so what is Dude, your purpose? So what is your purpose in your relationship if if he's a quiet person and just wants to sit and listen to you talk? Then, <laughs> then like what? I don't know. I think you just really have to think like. Am I enjoying this because I'm the one getting to talk for hours and hours? <laughs> this and, is very specific. And, he, and he's well, because I think that it's really important. Yeah, like, no, it is. Like, are, are those attributes something that you genuinely like are attracted to, yeah. or is it attractive because you get what you want? Right, that's actually true. Yeah. I feel like there are relationships where it's like, oh, ask the wife. Like, she always gets what she wants. Or, like, happy yeah. wife, happy life. No, That's it goes, such a relationships need to be 50-50. It's not, like, one, one well, sided. Yeah. And also, be. a husband needs to be the leader be the leader of the household because that's what he is called to do. And, yeah. and decision-making is a huge thing when you, like, look for relationships because can he make decisions for himself? For himself. And the family. For your relationship. For possible family. Yeah. And if he's not a leader, then he's got growing to do and you probably have growing to do as well. Yeah. Okay. So number seven, she is kind and caring. Proverbs 31, 27. She is, has a heart of hospitality. She doesn't fit in with mean girls and she is empathetic. I feel like this is good especially in college like doesn't fit in with mean girls like she's not looking to harm others and she's just really overall a kind and caring person like yeah what do people know of you do they know that you're rude and right selfish or that they're that you're kind and you know you want to help others I feel like that's such a good aspect of um, a trophy like a biblical trophy wife yeah and obviously there's going to be assumptions about people that you don't actually know and and obviously before you make judgments mm -hmm. on that person you do need to get to know them but at the same time 
there there is kind of something to say about those people and even yourself if the first thing people notice about you is a negative characteristic right if they know you as like oh she's rude or she's bossy or she gossips a lot or yeah she's toxic you know yeah like then then there's that's really important to just be mindful of right and just hearing yourself like what are you what are you consuming like media wise or book wise or you know influencer wise that makes you the way you are you know yeah because i totally you are what you who you surround yourself with and what you surround yourself with so also like who are your friends or you know what are you spending your time doing that's a thing that you can look at look at in yourself even if you don't think you are any of these negative characteristics and we i'm sure you're not but just like do a little self-reflection and or even journal what your thoughts and feelings are and if you're hearing these negative thoughts or things that are going through your head or you feel like you're always complaining that is that is something to take note of and try to work yeah and your know way that, away from yeah and know that your life is on display yeah. not like you have you to know. like be acting a certain way just because you know that people are watching but just know that that your true character shows through everything that you do whether you know it and or not. your character should be should be good enough that you know it's not something that people are pointing out in a negative way right yeah, you really don't know what people are watching or listening or noticing. And especially with social media, like, I feel like there's already such a portrayal of what people think you are. Yeah, and putting on an act. Right. Yeah. People could see right through it, honestly. Yeah. Um, number, n- number eight is she sees a mother's role as a privilege. I think this is such a sweet thing because I feel like a lot of people that we know, they are so excited to be moms. But there are other people who are... Um, sorry who are you know not really feeling that and i mean if we're looking for a biblical trophy wife yeah i mean god does call us to be mothers so that's just something to think about Um, (laughs) yeah number nine sorry we're running kind of late here it is approximately 11 48 (laughs) awesome she makes decisions with discretion proverbs 11 22 are you being a rash decision maker? Are you just doing things because they sound fun or cool or trendy? Yeah. Or just because you want to do it or because it sounds fun to you? Again, selfishly. Yeah. You just need to be thinking about the purpose behind behind all your decisions. And that's going to speak a lot. A volume. Yeah. About just, just the choices that you make in general and how you handle things. Like your friend group or your habits or your morning routine or do right. you choose to skip your devotion or do you choose to um, watch a certain video or... Right. Because once again, people are watching and yeah. it's like... Or listen to certain music. But don't make those decisions because because people are watching so you like want to please them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You should be but looking at the to same please time, Christ, but not like, others. Right. Yeah. You should care about what people think of if they see Christ in you or not, not whether they think you're cool or a good person or not. Yeah. Awesome. That's a good point. And then number 10 is really important. She's fearlessly loyal to Christ. Proverbs 31, 30 to 31. She embodies grace and dignity and she fears the Lord. And this is just a really great 
way to wrap it up. Yeah. Um, you want, if you're looking for a relationship, you should both fear the Lord and it should be very evident. It's not again, just saying, oh yeah, I think he's a Christian. I think, I think I'm a Christian. Like, do you literally fear the Lord and do you really trust what he has in store for you? Because ultimately that is going to be very telling of, um, your future. Yeah. Um, I agree. I think that this is going to have to roll over into yeah, a part relationships two. part two because we do we do have a lot to say about it just because we both have some experience and also just have learned a lot throughout our freshman year yeah, and prior and years. Watching relationships and seeing our friends in them. Yeah. And then like learning. Yep. Just a lot of learning. I agree. But so to wrap this up, we talked about the pressure of dating right away. Dating for a marriage or for a trend, the importance of setting your intentions, listening to your feelings versus what's realistic and what God's calling you to do. We talked about the 10 aspects of a biblical trophy wife, and we will carry this into relationships part Part two. two. But until next time, we are Isabella and Mia, and you can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Real Talk with Roomies, and we'll talk soon. Love you guys. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.